Did you know that you can get paid to write a book? If you are writing nonfiction, it is possible to pre-sell your book to a publisher before you even write it. But to do that, you're going to need a book proposal, which is why today on the School for Writers podcast, we're showing you exactly how to write a book proposal and what goes into it. Welcome to School for Writers, where we help you ditch that starving, tortured artist cliche and bribe. No more struggling over whether your story is good enough or wondering if your voice deserves to be heard. It's time to step into the power of telling your story to the world. I'm your host, Lauren Marie Fleming, and I am a book-obsessed, queer, fat, witchy, divinely loud woman. And I know what it's like to have society tell you to sit down and shut up. But I'm here to tell you that you've been silenced for far too long. School for Writers was created to help you push through doubt and fear so you can stop procrastinating and start writing. Because the world needs your story now more than ever. Welcome to School for Writers. Let's get to it. You want to write a book proposal, get yourself an agent, and get yourself a big publishing deal. That's amazing. I'm super here for it. I'm totally on board for cheering you on for that. But here's the thing. Either way, you have to sit your butt in that chair and write the friggin' thing. You have to write your book. You have to write your book proposal. And if you aren't currently writing right now, getting all of the information that you need to write a book proposal isn't going to help you, which is why I created my Write More Challenge. For 10 minutes a day, for the next 10 days, I'm gonna kick your butt into gear and get you to actually sit in that chair and write. You're gonna create the mental and physical space that you need in your life for writing. And all of it in 10 minutes a day for 10 days. Totally doable, right? Join now at writemorechallenge.com because it is time for you to sit your butt in that chair and write. 10 minutes a day for 10 days. That's all it takes to jumpstart your writing routine. Head to writemorechallenge.com and sign up today. Welcome to the School for Writers podcast. I'm super excited because today I'm going to break down for you each part of the traditional book proposal and explain why it's there and what needs to go into it. If you're writing fiction, I'm sorry, but this isn't for you you're unfortunately going to have to write a query letter instead. So we'll do a future episode just for you. So don't worry, go find that episode right now. But if you're writing nonfiction, keep listening because I'm about to break down the often confusing topic of book proposals. You're about to get a full audio or visual, if you're on your YouTube, crash course in how to write a book proposal. If it's feeling overwhelming and you want a step-by-step -step guide, don't worry, we have that for you. Go to schoolforwriters.com slash book proposal and you can download the exact step-by-steps that we're explaining in here so you can have it for yourself to work on later. So go to schoolforwriters.com slash book proposal and we have a whole list of all of this for you so you don't have to memorize it all. I remember when I first tried to get the first book deal for my memoir based on a popular blog that I was writing at the time called Query Bradshaw. I bought every book I could get my hands on about getting published. I read blog posts. I had book proposals written. I attended conferences and talked to agents. And still, I really became completely and totally overwhelmed by it all. And I became so overwhelmed that I actually did nothing. 
So finally, I found myself a writing coach and I signed up for one of her programs and having someone with experience that breaks down the publishing process for me made a world of difference. I went from a decade of dreaming of being a published author to having a book proposal that got me a big time agent. In fact, I had Barack Obama's agents, folks. It felt amazing. And that all happened within six months. That is the power of having a supportive writing coach and a supportive writing community. So if you don't have that yet, go back and listen to my episode on how to find yourself a writing group and the importance of writing groups. We'll have the link to that in the show notes. Now, that book of mine ended up not being published, mainly because publishers didn't think that the world was ready for a lesbian sex memoir. Their loss, right? That book was great. But since then, I've written or helped write dozens and dozens and dozens of book proposals. And the one thing that I know to be true is this, a good book proposal, it doesn't guarantee you a publishing deal, but a bad book proposal, it's going to ruin all of your chances of being published. So then what makes a book proposal good or bad? Well, one of the big things is like grammar mistakes and spelling errors and general lack of proper editing. That's a big one. But the biggest thing that makes or breaks a book proposal is whether you have all the sections that are needed and that you've given each of them the time and thought they deserve. If you look at it as a marketing proposal, as if you were going to the bank with a business plan, that is what a book proposal really is. So you want to focus on that kind of marketing and business aspect, put on that side of your brain while you're writing a book proposal. This isn't just something to throw together in a weekend, although I have actually put together a book proposal in a weekend because I had a piece of content go viral and I had publishers come after me asking for a book proposal. So I've done that and I have done that for clients, but it's not the greatest. It's not the greatest at all. I'm going to admit like that's not the way you want to do it. You don't want it to be like a year long process, but you also want to give it the time and attention that it deserves. And you also need to recognize that a book proposal focuses on the business of writing a book, not the art of writing a book. Your book proposal has to convince an agent and then a publisher that your book will sell and then show them exactly how you plan to make sure that it sells. So the first thing that you need to do is put on your business hat. This isn't about fancy words or beautiful imagery. It's about dollars and cents. Whether your book proposal is successful or not, hinges on one single question. Will your book sell? Will your book sell? Harsh, I know, but publishing, it's a business. And publishers only buy books they think will make them money. Instead of focusing on how beautifully written your book is, you need to focus on why audiences will pick it up, read it, and then tell their friends about it. Since you need an agent to get a book deal with most publishers, you're going to send your book proposal to agents first. So tailor it to them throughout this process. Each agent will want something different. So be sure to check out their website for what they want and in what order. Please note that some agents will want a query letter on top of your book proposal. So again, it's important to check their website and see what they want. 
If they want a query letter, go listen to our query letter episode. We're gonna have it in two weeks, so subscribe so make sure you get it. You'll have it two weeks from now. The next solo episode, I promise you, will be about query letters. So if you need a query letter, whether you're writing fiction, they need query letters, or if you're writing nonfiction and your agent asks for a query letter on top of your book proposal, don't worry, in two weeks, we're gonna have that episode just for you. And if you want help in finding an agent. We have an amazing episode with Elise Capron already recorded. She's helped us so much. It's like a masterclass in finding an agent. So go, that link is in the bottom and find the episode on finding an agent. Cause we are an all service podcast here, folks. We're here to help you with every aspect of it. So we're going to have a query letter coming soon. We already have an agent, how to find an agent one. And now we have a book proposal. So we've got you. As you go into your book proposal, remember that each section answers a question that the agent and eventually the publisher will have about why they should invest in your book. So don't be afraid to sell yourself and your book. You are an entrepreneur taking her business plan to basically a bank asking them to invest in it. Trust, 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 trust that you've got such a great idea that they will be super excited to invest in it because I know that they will, because your book is amazing. I can already tell from here. So know that, trust that, let's put on our business hats and let's get into what goes into a book proposal. First, you're gonna need an overview. I've seen this described also as an executive summary or an introduction. It's a couple pages max explaining what's inside of your book proposal. It's an overview of all of the parts. This will make or break whether the agent reads on. So make sure that this is as polished as possible. What agents want in this can vary, but in general it includes a brief intro or like a dramatic anecdote that will pull their attention in and make them interested in the material. You're gonna wanna include a sentence or two about what your book is about. So five to seven key takeaways was one agent's suggestion, followed by a paragraph about why it's being written and why you're the qualified person to write it. Then you're gonna want an overview of the book's audience and how you're going to reach them, but you're gonna go deeper into that later, just an overview here. You're gonna wanna include the expected length. FYI, traditionally published books tend to be from 70 to 90,000 words, so try to keep it in that range. And the date that you expect the book to be finished if you haven't yet written it. Good news, with nonfiction, you don't have to write it yet, so that's awesome. If it is a part of a series, you don't wanna include all of the series in this one book proposal. You just wanna sell one book. So in this, you want to say, this is a part of a series and then you briefly explain what comes next in the series or the plan for the series, very briefly. Again, it's about this one book, not the full series yet. After your overview, you're gonna wanna go into your bio. The bio answers a few questions. Who are you? And why are you uniquely qualified to write this book? And what is different about your approach to the subject matter than anybody else's? This is your place to brag, and it's your place to show that you already have the context that will help you sell your book. Speak at conferences already? Put that in there. Got a decent social media following? Put it in there. Part of a writer's group or collective of writers? Put it in there. That is another reason why it's so important to join a writer's group. They wanna see that you're connecting with other writers and other readers already. You don't want this to be too long, but you also wanna make sure that you let them know that people already think that you're an authority on this particular subject. 
This is followed by links of supporting material. So reviews of previous books that you've written or recent articles about you from national publications or a schedule of your speaking appearances, any national media appearances, anything that you can show that you are already getting in front of audiences who will love to hear about your book. So you have your overview and your bio and next what comes is the competitive title analysis. This section answers the question, where would your book be in a store? And what would be on the shelves next to it? This is not the time to joke. And I love these jokes, or I love this like goal setting of saying that it's gonna be on the bestseller list next to other New York Times bestsellers. That's awesome. I fully believe that your book could get there. I believe in you, I'm cheering you on, yes. But this right here is to show your agent and eventually the publisher that books like yours sell. They wanna know where it would sit in a bookstore. The goal here is to analyze about five to eight comparable books that have been published in the past 10 years, hopefully sooner, with about one to three sentences on why that book was successful and what it did not cover that your book will. So it's comparing your title to already successful titles out there and also showing how it's different. After your competitive title analysis, you're gonna want to have your target market or your target audience. This answers the question, who would read your book? It may be tempting to say, everybody wants to read my book, but you want to be as specific as possible. Niches mean reaches. You wanna show them exactly who is going to pick up your book and share it with people like them. Dominate your niche first before you try to sell to everybody. For help choosing a market and talking about it, I suggest checking out ideas like client avatars in the marketing world. That is really helpful and has been really helpful for me in the past. After you have talked about competitive titles, talked about your target market, then you wanna go into your marketing plan, how you plan to get this out in the world. This is the biggest question of all that agents want you to answer. How are you going to sell this book? Yes. Publishers will help you market your book, but you're going to have to do most of the legwork. The more specific, the better here. Tell them exactly what you're gonna do. Don't say, I plan to post about it on social media. Explain exactly how often and in what way and on what platforms and what your following already is on those platforms. Don't say, I'm gonna have some friends, tell their friends. Instead, explain exactly how many followers those friends have and how their influence will help you sell your book. Show solid connections you already have to them and are already working with, and even include maybe a quote about you from them or a promise from them to you to help promote your book. Your marketing plan is the most important part of your book proposal, so be sure to give it the time and research that it deserves. Okay, I'm gonna take a quick break here and point out that we are multiple pages into your book proposal multiple pages into your book proposal, and we are just now, just now, getting into the actual content of the book that you're writing. We haven't even gotten to your style and quality of writing yet. They haven't even looked at whether you can write yet. Agents and publishers want to see that you will sell this book even before they see what you're selling. It's a hard, hard fact for a lot of artists to absorb. So if it's too much for you to put business first and you wanna just think about putting your book out into the world, go back and listen to all of my episodes on self-publishing. It might be a better route for you. I am here to support you in both ways. I don't have a judgment, self-publishing and traditional publishing. It's about finding what works for you. But 
If you are writing nonfiction and you want a traditional publisher, then keep going, keep listening, because we have only two more sections left and they're where your writing comes into play. The sixth part of your book proposal, finally, now we have it, your chapter outline. This is simply an outline of the chapters that you plan to have in your book. It answers the question of what's in this darn thing? Each chapter should have a title number and a brief two to three sentence overview about what's in that chapter. You want the whole thing to flow together like it's its own book, like you could read it on its own and you wanna make it easy to read as well. Think of it like the cliff notes of your book. Finally, at the very, very end of your book proposal, you wanna have sample chapters. Here, you're finally able to show off your actual written content for the book. This obviously answers the question of whether or not you can actually write, if you can write legibly in a way that makes people want to read it. This has to be the first chapters of your book. You can't just pick and choose your best chapters from the middle. It has to be the first parts of your book. And it's usually the first two to three chapters, not some randomly picked chapter from the middle. Make sure those first two to three chapters are really, really strong. And they're your most engaging and entertaining parts of your book so far. Give them the time and energy that they need to capture the attention of an agent and then a publisher. Each agent is gonna have different suggestions for what kind of sample chapters they want. So again, be sure to check out your agent's website. Okay, well, that's it. That's your book proposal. My proposals and the proposals that I've helped write for other people have been anywhere from 30 to 45 pages. It's an endeavor for sure, but if little old me back in my early 20s can figure it all out on my own, so can you. I'm 100% sure that you can do it. And if you would love to get this book proposal outline, go to schoolforwriters.com slash book proposal and you can download it there. That way we can help you with every step of the book writing process. So I hope that this helped you understand the parts of the book proposal writing process. I hope this encourages you to go out there and try to get yourself a book deal. I am so excited. Find us at School for Writers and let us know if you use this and how it goes for you and if you get an agent with it. We're here to help you along your whole book writing and your whole writing career journey. So we wanna hear from you. If you use this formula to write a book proposal, come find us at schoolforwriters.com. Good luck with your proposal. I cannot wait to read your book and I will see you in two weeks when we're gonna talk about query letters. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. This Week's Book Rec is a book that I would literally die to get my hands on the book proposal and see what the proposal was like. It's one of my favorite nonfiction books and it is Becoming by Michelle Obama. And I am one of probably millions of people who've suggested this book to you so far since it came out a couple years ago. And it is just a beautiful, beautiful story of her life, of what it takes to go from living in Chicago in not a wealthy neighborhood, in a poor neighborhood, and getting to be the first lady of the United States and living at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, which I think is the address, but I'm not 100% sure. It's been a while since I was in school. But from that transition in her life, it talks about what she had to become, who she had to be, and the women and people and support network that had to be around her to get to that spot. She never thought that she'd be the first lady of the United States. A lot of this was thrust onto her and she handled it with such 
grace and poise and you get to hear all about the behind the scenes turmoil that got her to be able to get to the point where she could be so wonderfully inspiring on stage. It is a beautiful book about becoming something greater than you ever could imagine. It's a beautiful book about becoming Michelle Obama, about how she became this icon in our world. So highly, highly suggest Becoming by Michelle Obama. And if you want to grab a copy of it, I loved it on audiobook. I read it and I had it on audiobook. And I have to say, audiobook wins. Getting to hear her tell her story herself was amazing. So if you think you want to get it on audiobook, use the link below for our Libro.fm or the link in our bio for Libro.fm. Supporting Libro.fm allows you to not only support independent bookstores, so you get your audiobook through an independent bookstore and they get a percentage of the sales. They have an amazing app. It works better than that big name audiobook company, if you know who I'm talking about. And you get to own your own your files. So you get to actually like share them if you want to with friends. You own your files. You can listen to them however you want. They have a great app. And if you use that link below, you get a free audiobook and we get a free audiobook. So we can keep giving you book recs. If you're more of the physical book type, check out the bookshop link that we have down below as well and in the show notes and in our bios because bookshop allows you to support a local independent bookstore as well when you purchase your book and we get a percentage of that sales. So it's a win-win all around. Remember to ditch that big name book company and get it from local independent bookstores. It's so important to support those bookstores because they support you and your community and they support diverse books in a way mega bookstores don't. So go grab yourself a copy of Becoming by Michelle Obama through either one of the links below or your local independent bookstore. I guarantee this book will resonate deeply with your heart and soul and inspire you to become something even greater than you could possibly imagine. You just finished another episode of the School for Writers podcast. Woohoo! Go you! Did you know that we're more than just a podcast? School for Writers is a full-service support team helping you to get your story out into the world. Here are three ways you can get even more writerly inspiration and education. Number one, subscribe. It's so easy. All you got to do is click that little subscribe button down below wherever you listen or watch the School for Writers podcast. That not only guarantees that you don't miss another episode, but it also helps support our continuation of this show. Number two, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Pinterest at School for Writers. Every day we post helpful tips and tools like journaling prompts, reading recommendations, and live interviews with inspiring experts. Number three, visit schoolforwriters.com where you can check out past episodes, join a writing program, and get even more tips, tools, and inspiration to support your writing life. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our Write More Challenge, a 10-day program to help you jumpstart your writing routine. Thanks again for supporting School for Writers. We'll see you next episode. School for Writers is produced by me, Lauren Marie Fleming, with editing and support from Samantha Olivares. All rights reserved by Las Maestras LLC. Our music is De Lejos by Ilabamba. Check them out on Spotify. Big thanks to the team at Terrorbird and big thanks to Kristen Hozak. And of course, a massive thank you to you, the listener. Now put down this podcast already and go write. I'll see you in the next episode.